I'm gonna pray for us real fast, and then we can get into the passage. Uh, yeah, dear my Father, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for this new morning. Uh, thank you for letting us study the, um, your word today. I uh, just pray that you uh, would be with us as we um, read your word. Um, that may be good um, bread for us, Lord, today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to first read uh, Mark 6, 30 to 56. Um, and you can follow along or just listen. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. By this time, it was late in the day. So his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said, and it's already very late. Send the people away so that they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered, you give them something to eat. They said to him, that would take more than a half a year's wages. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have? He asked, go and see. When they found, they said five and two fish. Then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven. He gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. The number of the men who had eaten was 5,000. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. Later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them, walking on the lake. He was about to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because all, they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately, he spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed, for they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they landed at... Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus. They ran throughout the whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went into villages, towns, or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplace. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. So we see that Jesus here feeds the 5,000 and walks on water. And at the very beginning, um, in verse 31, uh, then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, um, 
It shows, so if you were a daily breath yesterday, um, they were sent out two by two and um, given power over impure spirits. And so here um, the disciples are coming back to Jesus and telling them all that they've done, um, telling them, uh, yeah, all, all that they've done. And so here uh, as a response in verse 32, Jesus says to them, um, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So after a long, hard days or weeks of work, um, Jesus cares for them and tells them, um, shows them the value of resting. And, and this is even emphasized when he says, when they, don't, when they did not even have a chance to eat. So they were so busy um, with how many people they were that they didn't even get a chance to eat. So they're, they must've been really hungry. And so as they were sent to themselves on a boat to a solitary place, again, this emphasizes um, rest because they didn't even specify the physical location, right? Cause that's not important. Um, and many saw them and ran ahead of them. So this was seen as very rude because um, they did not have a point of place or point of time. They just kind of went there ahead of them. And um, so Jesus' reaction, verse 34, when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And so he began teaching them many things. And so if you know sheep, they can't do anything by themselves. Um, And so Jesus had compassion on them. So I thought this was super interesting because um, Jesus, even though Jesus knew his disciples needed rest, um, yet he still had compassion on these people and that his compassion on um, was greater than looking at their own interests or entitlement to rest, but still having a compassionate heart for these people who were seeking um, God's word. Um, and we see that in verse, in late 34. So he began teaching them many things as a response to his compassion. And what do we often feel after or what do we feel entitled to that keeps us from doing our father's work? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's house church. Maybe it's after Sunday service or even a long day of work um, during the weekday and just want to go home and rest, right? Like does this stop us from having compassion on people around us? And so because of Jesus' compassion on these people, he, despite his um, fatigue um, and the disciples' fatigue, he began to teach them. Let me see. Okay. Um, and so keep, keep going. In verse 35 and 36, um, I thought this was super interesting because the fact that they were in a remote place, I felt like it was almost intentional, right? Because they were in a remote place, Jesus, it was very hard to send them. There wasn't any food or food near them. So they would have to send them to nearby villages. And I felt like Jesus really uses opportunity to show the power of the son of God to his disciples. Um, And disciples 
responded um, saying that this will take more than a half years of wage. So they would send them to the nearby cities. And this was seen as like a kind thing to do, but I wonder if they would ever, ever know or even imagine that Jesus could feed all these people. And Jesus responds, you give them something to eat. How many loaves do you have? And they found five loaves and two fish. And so Jesus had them sit in the green pastures in verse 39. And this reminds me of um, Psalms 23, 2. He makes me lie down in green pastures. And I think this really emphasizes that Jesus is truly our shepherd and he will give us rest. As this um, imagery of green pastures is where sheep usually graze and have rest and where they can have food. And he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Um, and I thought this was a really good example for us as we um, not necessarily bless the food, but thank God for what he's given us. And then at the very end, in verse 43, he, they picked up 12 baskets of broken pieces of bread and fish. And I thought the number of 12 was also very interesting because um, to me, it showed that this miracle um, to feed the 5,000 um, was really for the disciples. Um, as it says they picked up the 12 baskets, like to me, like the, I would imagine each, all the disciples had one basket to carry for themselves, um, for the, um, right? So, because it'll be one per person. So I thought it would even be kind of like a physical reminder to them in this miracle. And then in verse 45, uh, we see that immediately Jesus made the disciples go on a boat to go ahead of him to Bethsaida. So I believe they're on the Sea of Galilee and Bethsaida is kind of nor the north shore of it, of the sea. And um, to me, this kind of seemed like, oh, Jesus is kind of sending them away. Um, whether it be to get rest or to continue their journey. And I kind of see that maybe this was Jesus' way to care for them and for their rest. In verse 46, he went on the mountainside to pray. And after a long spiritual, mental, and physical drain day, Jesus is drawn to prayer. And I know that I especially need to learn from this. And um, even throughout this hard season of ministry, um, Jesus still finds time to really go to his father and pray. Later that night, just before dawn, they were still in the middle of the lake. So they've been rowing for hours and hours. And so not only that they did not get rest that they desired, they continuously came into obstacle and obstacle. So in verse 47 um, and 48, he saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went after them, walking on the lake. So they started at nighttime, started rowing, and then even before the morning, they were still rowing, only to be in the middle of the lake. So not only 
so but to backtrack a little bit from yesterday's story, they were sent on two by two um, to the, to today's story where they're telling Jesus all that they've done, feeding 5,000 people. And we know how hard it is to feed like 20 people, right? But they even fed 5,000 people into rowing the whole night. And for the north, furthermore, um, they didn't even get to their intended destination. And so in verse, uh, in verse 53, when they had crossed, oh, finally crossed over, they landed in Gennesaret and anchored there. And Gennesaret is um, the western shore of Galilee. And to me, what I found was super um, interesting was that um, when Jesus met them out on the lake, he and when the disciples were very scared for they thought they saw a ghost walking on water, he immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. And he climbed into the boat with them and the wind died down. So even after hours of rowing and doing ministry, um, this shows that God, Jesus, is Lord over all nature, all power, has all power. And our true rest comes from Jesus and not from, and not necessarily from going to a solitary place or getting away from ministry, but it is Jesus who gives us true rest. And I believe that's, and that's shown in Jesus leading the crowds to green pastures and even just calming the seas. And after they landed, people immediately recognized Jesus. They ran throughout the whole region, carried the sick on the mats to wherever he was. And they begged to even touch the edge of their cloak. And even after they land, they don't get a break. They they don't get a rest. They don't get rest. But people are coming um, for physical healing. To, and for me, I couldn't help but compare the type, two crowds that they kind of ran into. Um, one who Jesus had compassion on as a shepherd without a sheep, looking for spiritual um, nourishment versus this crowd who's looking for um, physical healing for the people. And so... For us, which crowd do we find ourselves in? How often do we find ourselves being in need spiritually for Jesus? And personally for me, Jesus is teaching me this. And recently, I made a point in Livingstone that those who receive are those who come in need. And that struck me when I, um, that struck me and I uh, personally wanted to recognize, recognize my own need. And kind of to wrap this all up, I find that a common theme in these two passages is that Jesus is the one that gives us true rest. When we seek times of physical rest, ministry may not always pan out the way we want. We may end up rowing a boat for the whole night, uh, but it is Jesus who is Lord over all creation, over the wind, the seas, and he is the one who sees us. And may we be aware of his presence that it may give us true rest. Because in these two passages, the disciples 
Um, rest was emphasized at the beginning of the passage even, right? But as we see in this whole story that they were not granted physical rest, but I believe that them being there with Jesus and under and seeing his power is what led the disciples to be able to continue um, going. So I pray that's what sticks out to us today. Um, and that that's something that we may meditate on um, when Jesus feeds the 5,000, even when Jesus walks on water. So let's pray. Um, dear Father, Lord, um, thank you for this morning. Thank you for um, Mark 6, Lord, um, and just the gospels you've given us that it can really give us good messages um, and really teach us who your son is and how your son is the one who gives us true rest. Lord, no matter what we're going through, whether it be good um, times or uh, um, stressful times, Lord, would we truly rely on you and not on how much sleep we get or and not how much um, food we can eat, Lord, but in, in the fact that we have access to an all-powerful being and an all-knowing uh, being that knows what we're going through in the middle of a storm, Lord, um, that you see us, Lord. Um, yeah, I pray that we would rely on you and, and, and would you reveal yourself to us that we may um, truly um, be able to um, be more faithful um, sheep um, as you shepherd us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.